Good morning. Well, good morning for me. I don't know. Good morning, good evening, good night. Streaming would say for you. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, well, I mean, not that much different. Um, today I wanted to go over um, anger and bipolar disorder. Um, I found this really cool, um, or not really cool, but I found some articles um, and some information about um, by being bipolar and and anger and having like anger issues, anger problems. I know for me personally, <clears throat> I am I, I am quick to anger. I, I'll say that, um, and, and not so much in like a violent way or anything like that. Just more that like I get irritated really, really fucking easily. Usually by dumb dumb shit, um, like something small like. And most of the time, I'm irritated. I'm irritated at myself more than anything else. I get irritated at myself for doing dumb shit. And most of the time, it's stuff that I could avoid. Something like you know, carrying too much shit in my hands while trying to open the front door, you know. And then I drop the eggs, you know, which hasn't ever happened. But as an example, <coughs> <coughs> sorry. Um, you know what I mean? So. Anger is, I am quick to anger, but again, it's usually over something, something stupid and small. It's not usually over anything that's like really, really, if I get really angry about something, I shut down. I get quiet. That's how you know I'm really pissed off about something is because I get quiet. I don't talk. Usually if I'm really pissed off, I'll go start cleaning shit. <laughs> I don't know why, but like that's my way of coping with, with anger is cleaning I, that might be a military thing. That might be an army thing that, like, it was just drilled into us that everything had to be fucking clean. And then <clears throat> when you didn't have anything else to do, you cleaned. When you finished cleaning, you cleaned more. And then when you thought it was clean, it wasn't clean. You had to clean it again. <laughs> you know, so I think just now, whenever I'm pissed off, that's that's what I do. I just revert back to cleaning. I think that's just my kind of coping mechanism. Um, so I just kind of wanted to go over a little bit of, of what it's like, or just kind of some of the information that I found. Um, like while it, it's not an officially recognized symptom of bipolar disorder, irritability is common uh, with dramatic mood shifts, um, which can lead to angry outbursts and, uh, explosions with devastating effects. <clears throat> There's a quote um, by a, a doctor, Guy Winch. Irritability is something we all experience, but what sets it apart from other emotion, emotional states is the extent to which it pollutes the emotional atmosphere around us. Um, indeed, irritability is the carbon monoxide of emotional pollutants. I thought that was a pretty cool quote um, because, I mean... Irritability is the common carbon monoxide of emotional pollutants. That's a pretty profound thing to say. I mean, that's that's pretty deep. That's pretty in there. Um, I, 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 that's just, that's, I don't know. I, every time I read that, it, it kind of hits me a little bit harder every time I, I, I see it. It's just, <clears throat> I don't know. It is, an important, it is important to distinguish, however, everyday anger from irritable anger associated with bipolar disorder every everyday anger as an emotion is 
a responsive is a response to an event broadly understood to evoke frustration, disappointment, off, often, uh, offense, 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 not defense, no. Uh, <laughs> and or anger uh, in, in most people, including those living with bipolar, can be a healthy, even meaningful tool with boundaries, within boundaries. The irritable anger associated with bipolar is most often associated with a mood episode, a reaction that would broadly would be broadly considered disproportionate to a situation or trigger a more intense reaction to events and frequently can be more eruptive. <clears throat> Again, doing too much at one time, that is a big problem for me. And another thing is I'm always in a hurry to get nowhere. Like, for some reason, I am always in a rush. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not in a rush. Like, I, I'm going to get where I'm going 20 minutes early, and then I'm going to end up sitting there, and then I'm going to get pissed off at myself for being there for 20 fucking minutes with nothing to fucking do. You know, like, then I get irritable, and then I get anxious because I'm sitting there with nothing to do, and I'm irritated because I'm anxious, and I'm anxious because I'm irritated, and it's just a vicious fucking cycle that never, never ends. And so, like, I, like, I see, I'm, like, getting kind of irritated right now <laughs> a little bit, you know, and, but I, like, I can see the eruptive, um, like, the eruptiveness of it, because, like, I don't necessarily, like, bite my girlfriend's head off, but, like, I will snap, you know, or I'll get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, snippy, snippy is the word I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get, like, quick response, you know, yes or no, you know, real short answers. You sh like, it's pretty, pretty obvious that I'm pissed off. And she knows, like, she usually knows that, like, hey, he's in a pissy mood, let me leave him alone. And the thing is, like, most of the time, I just need a few minutes to just kind of gather myself, get my shit together, calm the fuck down, and then we can move on from it. Most of the time, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. I just want to, I want to get through it, move on, and then, and then be done, and then it's over. <clears throat> that doesn't always happen with your partner. Sometimes your partner wants to drag the shit out and wants to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. Or gets mad because you don't want to talk about it, which irritates you even more. <laughs> like I feel I feel like anger and irritability and bipolar disorder are like like best friends. They like go hand in hand. They're like married. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I I feel like you can't be bipolar without having some sort of like irritable anger issue. <clears throat> Not to like the Adam Sandler and anger management issue, but like was that Adam Sandler? It was Robert Nero, but I think it was Robert. Fuck it. it, it you know what movie I'm talking about? Anger management. Anyway, the point of it was, like, I don't. I feel like you can't have, and maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody that has bipolar because I don't. I don't know everybody that has bipolar disorder. <clears throat> and bipolar is different for everybody. It manifests in different ways for everybody. But I do know that irritability. For me personally, is like a huge deal with my with my my bipolar, <clears throat> and something I was reading. Um, it it kind of makes me want to like go back and kind of talk to my doctor about it because like I have bipolar one disorder, and 
<laughs> which is pretty fucking intense. Not to say that, like, one is more than the other, but just to say that, like, bipolar one is fucking hard to deal with because there's so, it's so much, it's so intense. Like, there's so much emotion that comes with having bipolar, the, the having bipolar period, but bipolar one specifically for me is, like, there's so much emotion that goes into it. And, like, you can get, like, astrological or whatever, like, my girlfriend likes to do, you know, and you could say that it's, like, you know, because I'm a, uh, you know, a Libra and double cancer, you know, or whatever, so I'm, like, an air and water sign, so I'm super emotional and floaty and flighty, and my head's always up in the clouds, which isn't completely inaccurate. All of that is pretty accurate, but I don't, I don't feel like it's because I'm a double cancer. I feel like it's because I have fucking bipolar disorder, you know, um... So I feel like, to me, it's it's one of those things that like they kind of go hand in hand. You know what I mean? Like you, if you're gonna if you have bipolar disorder, you're probably gonna have an, an anger issue, um, of some sort. But like, what like causes of anger? So like irritability and anger are associated with all mood episodes. So it's important to monitor when and how anger manifests throughout the, the mood spectrum. This allows individuals to identify their personal personal triggers for bipolar anger. Common triggers include decreased sleep, increased anxiety, medication changes or lapses, hormonal changes, increased stress, all of which most people I feel like with bipolar disorder, it like, we all experience that. Especially like decreased sleep, there's your mania, increased anxiety, that's on a daily fucking basis. Medication changes or lapses, that can happen just because you, because the other two things are happening. Because you're having less sleep and because you're having increased anxiety, you might have to change your medication, which can cause more decreased sleep or cause more anxiety. Like, I know I have to take anxiety pills, but I also have to be very careful with that because those anxiety pills can cause my depression or throw me into a depressive state. And so I have to be careful when and how I take my, medica my anxiety medication because <clears throat> if I'm, like... I don't go to parties, but, like, let's say if I was to go to, because I don't drink or do drugs or anything, but, and that's not the only reason I don't go to parties, but anxiety is more the reason why I don't go to parties, and I'm also 36 years old, and parties are just kind of not my scene anymore, um, so, but I mean, like, so medication changes, and, and even, like, I've had to switch, I've, I've personally had to switch medicines, the only thing that I've stayed consistent on since I started like actually taking medication for bipolar disorder is lamictal, lamotrigine. It's the only thing that I've that's stayed consistent. I've tried, I've gone through all kind of different things, and like now I'm on Wellbutrin, which seems to work pretty well. Um, which okay, so Wellbutrin, that's another thing. Like so, I'm talking about medication, like Wellbutrin, I used to take two two a day. I had to take one in the morning and one at night, and it got to the point that like my irritability was fucking not good it was real bad and so we had we ended up having to switch we had to like we had to cut back i can only take one wellbutrin a day now and i feel like honestly i feel like the wellbutrin helps but i'm i'm kind of at a point now where i feel like i might need to switch to a different medication because i do feel like my irritability is still there but again that's i also have i only sleep three maybe four hours a night maybe <coughs> you know on a good night so and that's with sleep medication you know and so like 
I, I'm still not. I'm. I think it's. For me. It's a combination of all of it. Like. I I think decreased sleep, increased anxiety, you know, hormonal changes, and so that's another thing. Like, I don't like having an addiction with bipolar disorder is very very common and whenever you have an addiction they say that whenever you like for me it was alcohol they say when you start drinking is when you stop maturing you stop becoming like you stop growing up and like you basically your mental state stops at whatever age you started drinking well i started drinking pretty young like i started drinking when i was like 12, 13 years old, and I'm 36, and I've been sober for three and a half years, so, like, what, over 20 years that I drank, you know, heavily, I would say heavily drank for probably about 10, 10 to 12 years, but, you know, when you are putting your body through that, like, through those, through that addiction, your, your hormones are all irregulated and all kind of messed up and all kind of jack like all kind of all over the place and so like whenever you get sober those hormones have to like have to start balancing and they have to start come like you start learning new emotions and like new things that you didn't know like like i get sad really easy <laughs> like i like i hate to admit this and it's not like it's only because it's you guys that I'm able to share this with, but like, I get teary eyed at almost any emotional scene in any movie. Like, <laughs> like the Notebook fucking tears me apart. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you, that movie is like it, it's a tearjerker. It's, it's like you can't help if you don't fucking tear up at least once during that movie. You you have no soul. <laughs> I'm joking there I don't want to get in trouble with anybody but it's such a like but that's an emotion that like I never would have had before you know whenever I was drinking I would have just been like this is a fucking stupid movie I would have got more drunk just to avoid having to pay attention to it to be honest with you but <clears throat> once I was sober I was watching it was like <laughs> you know I mean you just couldn't help yourself you know it was just it's ridiculous I don't know but Anyway, but I digress. We're kind of getting off topic here, but that's what I do because, you know, bipolar, ADHD, um, anger and mania and or hypomania. So <laughs> when bipolar anger is connected to hypomania, to a hypomaniac or manic episode, it can initially manifest as anxiety, impatience, irritability, and rudeness. Yeah. Sorry about that. In 2005, researchers at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston found that 40% of patients with bipolar had, had had significant levels of irritability within, one, within a one-week period. If not caught early and managed adequately, irritability can escalate to hostility, explosive outbursts, and sudden rage. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the anxiety and patience and irritability and rudeness. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about the coughing. I hit my vape before this, and it's just been kicking my butt since then. Um, so, yeah, back to the anxiety and impatience. My impatience is horrible. And it's, it's because I... Like, okay, so... 
I just don't have patience for... I don't even know how to explain it. I like... Okay, so here's an example. My girlfriend takes forever to get in or out of the car. We get into the car. Like, here's me. I get into the car. I, I start the car. I hook my phone up. I wait for it to load. And then I'm gone. It, it, the longest part of me being like me starting my car is waiting for my phone to sync up to my car so like through CarPlay or whatever so that I can actually like use the GPS and Spotify and all that without having to you know hands free or whatever <clears throat> which irritates me because I have to sit there and wait for a fucking phone to, to load you see what I'm saying like so it's, it's one of those frustrating things I, I don't know um, but for me it's real. It's real simple. You get in. You start the car. You go. You know, uh, unless it's cold or whatever, or it's hot, and you want to go start the car early and then let it run, you know, cool off, warm up, whatever. But if I'm like, let's say I'm in a hurry, I'm late for class or something, and I go to start. Like I run. I get in my car. I start it, and I go. There's no, like I don't have to get in. I don't, like she'll get in. She'll like search their playlists for for music to listen to she'll you know text somebody or you know or whatever it is the fuck she does but like it takes her 10 minutes to get in the car and and take off like i can't do that or even when she gets home she'll she'll call me and say something like hey you know i'm i'm pulling into the parking lot can you come downstairs and help me help me with the dog like yeah no problem and she's like i'm pulling into the parking lot now i'm like all right cool so knowing that she's going to still take about two extra minutes before she even pulls up to the parking spot in the parking lot, I wait a couple of minutes, and then I go downstairs, and then I still end up waiting. She finally pulls into the spot, and then she sits there, and now I'm sitting here looking like an idiot, waiting for her to come, like, to turn off the car. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I feel stupid. And then, like, I gotta wait. And she she turning off her music. She's texting her mom back or whatever, you know, you know whatever it is. And then like, so it's just one of those. I don't. I I just like that kind of irritates me. My biggest pet peeve in the world, and I like is is to hear people chew, or to hear people eat. I can't even stand to hear myself eat. Like I have to turn on TV or music. I don't even. And I don't even give a shit what's on. Just as long as there's something in the background so that I don't hear myself chew <clears throat> or I don't hear somebody else chewing. Because it just it bugs the ever loving piss right out of me. Um And so like that and those that leads to those outbursts, those exp- or like sudden rage. Like uh, like I will find myself talking about something and get pissed off. Like like let's say my girlfriend and I are, t- are watching something and somebody says something on TV and I'm like, no, fuck that bitch. That bitch does not know what she's talking about. She's stupid, blah blah blah. And I'll like I'll go off on this like ten minute rant about some stupid lady on fucking out on on Survivor because she said something dumb, you know, or or he, you know, like he said whatever. I'm not trying to be like, you know, gender just specific or whatever or discriminate against anybody. I'm just saying like somebody might say something stupid and I'm like that's absolutely you know, I bullshit and you know and I lose my shit on TV over fucking Survivor <laughs> like it's a TV show and I lose my absolute fucking mind sometimes um 
And like, and my girlfriend, she just kind of sits there and she has this look on her face, like, you're getting really mad about <laughs> about nothing. Like, you need to chill the fuck out. Um, it's like I get those explosive outbursts and the sudden rage. Um, anger and irritability are often associated with depressive episodes, especially if a person has an anxiety disorder or dealing with an agitated depression. As with, mania, as with manic or hypomanic episodes, bipolar anger and depression can also take the form of frustration, impatience, and eventual hostility or rage called anger attacks. So I'll say I've never had anger attacks. I've never like attacked anybody because I was mad or anything. Um, in fact, I rarely ever get into like any kind of real altercations. Even when I was younger, I didn't get into too many of them. For my size, I'm a, like I'm not a big guy, but I can get pretty loud, which scares people sometimes. Because <laughs> people like they look at this little person, and then this little person gets real fucking loud and in their face, and like, like I can I, I can be intimidating for for a small person. I can get up in a big person's face and make them feel real small, real fast, and like not to like, like boost my masculinity or anything like that. I'm just saying that like. People are scared of crazy people, and when I, when you piss me off, I get in your face, and I seem like a fucking crazy person. Like, I don't give a shit if I live or die. I only give a shit whether you live or die. <laughs> like, that sounds horrible, too. That sounds really, really bad, but, like, I, when it comes to that, like, I don't... There is no, like... If it's gotten to the point where we're about to actually fist fight... All bets are off. I don't give a shit anymore because at that point I'm defending myself, and if I'm defending myself, I'm gonna win. I, like if we, have, I don't give a shit if I gotta pick up an equalizer and, and beat your ass with a fucking a, a, a pogo stick. That's what I'll fucking do. You see, do you see right here? Anger. <laughs> like I didn't even like. I'm not even talking about anything really. And I, oh, that's anger. That's irritation. That's frustration. Over hypotheticals <laughs> like and that's the thing is like i will get so mad or frustrated over hypothetical shit shit that hasn't happened won't happen or you know like i get so irritated over hypotheticals like and i work myself up into real tizzies about hypothetical shit like i'm constantly in my head about hypothetical shit i don't know it's it's intense um, but I would never say that I've had, like, an anger attack, like, a, like, I've never attacked anybody or, like, like, fought somebody or anything like that because I was irritable or angry. Um, screamed at them, maybe, but never, like, actually physically altered, like, put my hands on anybody. Um, which, so, anger attacks. When... Not well uh, managed, and especially during acute mood episodes, anger can result in explosive outbursts and aggression. In 2004, a study published in the Journal Journal of Affective Disorders reported that at least a third of bipolar patients described angry outbursts called anger attacks. Recognizing, preventing, and managing anger bipolar, effectively addressing anger bipolar anger typically depends on self-awareness, stress reduction, and identifying and managing personal triggers. <clears throat> Increase self-awareness and mindfulness. Journal regularly. Track some... These are different things like ways to manage um, 
your typical anger issues or to like reduce stress or um, increase self-awareness. So increase self-awareness and mindfulness, journal regularly, track, track symptoms and moods. That's a big one for me. I tried to do that and it does help. I will say it does help because you can kind of get an idea of like, okay, what because it, it helps identify your triggers it can help you say okay well on this day i was depressed but i was depressed because of this or you know was i depressed because of anything in particular or was i particular was i frustrated all day that day what was it that made me frustrated you know things like that so tracking your mood and your symptoms i, I to me is really really helpful i don't do it as much as i should um 100 percent honest about that but it does help it is i think it's i think it's a, a helpful tool um focusing on the present moment that is so difficult for me to do um just because i'm constantly uh, hypotheticals i'm constantly living in hypotheticals i cannot stay out of hypotheticals i don't know why i'm just i'm constantly in this like hypothetical what if what if what if and if and if and if type of of life and i need to get out of that i need to i need to learn how to live more in the present moment and not in the what if what could happen type type lifestyle um pause to reflect before reacting that is a big one for me i i a lot of times and i'm getting better at it i'm starting to get better i think that comes with old over age <laughs> maturity um you know you learn to slow down and you learn to just kind of say Okay, is what I'm about to say actually worth saying, or is it worth, it, like, is what's about to come out of my mouth worth the air, worth the breath that I'm about to waste saying it? <laughs> like, like, is that actually useful? Is, is it, is it worth it? You know, um, so, like, pausing to reflect before I actually, like, say anything or, or react to a situation, it's hard but it, it, it does take practice, but it, it does help. Um, reduce stress and anxiety with relaxation techniques. So a, a lot of these have to do with like meditation type things or, you know, um, self-awareness, um, you know, like deep breathing, visualization, listening to calming music, focusing on engaging task uh, or hobby, meditation, regular exercise, following a daily routine, <clears throat> practicing good sleep hygiene. I am fucking horrible at that i don't know why or what what the problem is but i don't sleep i just don't sleep i wish i did but i don't which also helps in, go into my like push my frustration and my irritability um this is a good one i really liked because it's it's something that any, i think that if you can do this it'll a lot of the other things will will kind of fall in place so like establish and stick to a plan for addressing anger outbursts at the earliest sign of reach at the earliest sign reach out for support from loved ones in person online support groups and treatment uh, team members if you can set up a daily routine or in a plan if you can establish a plan that says okay whenever i get angry this is what i'm gonna do it helps you start doing things like pause and reflect before you react. And if you have that plan in place, most of the time you're going to do that without even realizing that you're doing it. 
Like you're gonna you're gonna sit you're gonna find yourself stopping and looking back and saying, Should I really say this? Should I do this? You know, and it all it just kinda of falls into place, I think, if once you have and I think that's something that you, your doctor and your family need to sit down and, and, and come up with a plan together because it's not like if you just try to come up with a plan by yourself, you're probably gonna fail. Because we as bipolar people tend to do that we you know we we will set ourselves up for failure by doing something like that or like okay i'm gonna set this plan in motion i'm gonna you know it, it's gonna work out perfectly fine i'm gonna stick to it every single day and blah blah blah. but then it's hard for us to hold ourselves accountable for it or to you know to actually stick to it it's easier when you have other people involved because they can keep you accountable they can say hey you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing here's that you know we need to get you back on track um, you know, and so I think having that support system, and I've preached this a million times, having a support system is like the number one thing that anybody with any kind of mental disorder, really anybody, period, should have. But especially if you have a mental disorder, like bipolar disorder, having a support team and support system around you is like imperative. Especially like in like specifically for me because I'm uh a recovering alcoholic and I have bipolar disorder I have to have other people be like hey put yourself in check little homie cause you about to fucking you about to go off the deep end you know and sometimes that's humbling you know sometimes that's fucking irritable you're irritating and it pisses you off but at the same time when you go back and you reflect on it you realize that was a humbling experience and it it made me appreciate the fact that somebody there gave a shit enough about me to say, hey, you need to fucking check yourself, you know, because you're about to wreck yourself. <laughs> uh, I hope people get some of the references that I say, because, like, I'm 36 years old, so, like, <clears throat> I'm used to a lot of, like, old references, and I use them a lot, and I hope that people get them. I like my audience is generally about my same about my age, <laughs> so I, I I feel like most of you get it, most of you get the references, but for any of the like younger audiences or like the older older audiences, <laughs> like if you don't get it, send me a message, let me know or something, and I'll I'll try and explain it. I don't know, <laughs> but anyway, um, it has become increasingly clear that many people fall on the bipolar spectrum which involves a wide range of symptoms that vary in severity and encompass both high and low moods. When experienced simultaneously, it's called a mixed episode. So, here's a problem I find with that statement. It says, increasingly clear that many people fall on the bipolar spectrum. I don't agree with that. I will agree that most people fall on the autistic spectrum because that spectrum is so much wider. There are so many different symptoms and so many different diagnoses that come along with autism that you, it's, more people fall on that spectrum. In fact, everybody falls on that spectrum. It just depends on where on that spectrum you fall as far as how severe your, um, your, um, I don't want to say something, your diagnosis might be, you know, like my, my uncle has, um, uh, Down syndrome. That is hardcore on the, on the autistic spectrum. Like that's, that's way on the spectrum. That's not, that's not like, 
oh, well, he kind of has some some quirks about him. Like, no, my uncle has full-blown fucking Down syndrome, has the brain of a seven-year-old, and he's in his fucking 60s. You know, like, he's real autistic. And, which, I'm gonna go, and this might piss some people off, but it pisses me off because it takes away from the fact that I am bipolar and it takes away from the severity of my disease, my, my, my issue, is that it has become so increasingly, like, pro- like prominent or prevalent or prominent or, like, so many people these days are saying things that they're, that they're autistic. I, like I'm on this app because I'm a student. I'm a student. I'm on this app called Yik Yak, which is supposed to be anonymous or whatever, and it is, I guess. But the thing is, is that like there's so many people on there that are like, it must be my autism that's acting up today, and that's why I can't focus. Like no, bitch, you can't focus because you stayed up all night drinking and fucking partying, and now you can't. You you stayed up till three in the fucking morning, and now you have class at eight, and you can't. You you're, you didn't do any homework last night. That's why. That's what your fucking problem is. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're autistic. Like, no. I have I have bipolar disorder, ADHD, anxiety. I, technically, I was diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome because I have facial tics. Like, I have actual fucking issues. And whenever I hear somebody say something like, oh, it's just my autism acting up today. Or, you know, I can't sleep because of my autism. Or, you know what it's like to be autistic and then they post this fucking picture of a werewolf or some shit like get the fuck over yourself that's not the same thing that's not the same thing and for you to sit there and take that and minimalize the fact that people live with real actual issues pisses me the fuck off see here we go irritability and i'm like but i feel like that's a real issue to be irritable and angry about because you're diminishing my problems the things my daily issues the the struggles that i i have to live with on a daily routine on a daily basis you're sitting here and saying that oh you can't get your homework done because you're you know because your your autism is acting up autism doesn't act up autism isn't a isn't a isn't a flare-up like a like a like gout or something you know it doesn't just act up no autism and all is autism you 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 either have it or you don't you either you're you're either I mean, again, everybody's on that spectrum, but you're either you're either autistic or you're fucking not. <laughs> you know, like I don't see how you can sit there and say, you know, oh, it's my autism acting up today, and that's why I couldn't I couldn't focus in class. And okay, well then you might want to just say you have ADHD. That's what you have. Just sit there and say, oh, I'm autistic. To to use that word autistic takes away from people who actual have. Who have like real actual autism? People who sit there and saying stuff like, "Oh, it's my autism that's acting up today." Well, yeah, well, my uncle doesn't get the choice of whether or not his, his shit uh, acts up or not. He doesn't get flare-ups. He gets every fucking single day. He is he is he has Down syndrome. He every single day he wakes up and he has the same fucking day every single day. Why? Because if he doesn't, it'll it'll blow and fricassee his fucking mind. Because he's autistic. That is autism. To sit there and say that you couldn't get your homework done because you were autistic, piss the fuck off. Sorry. That was my little rant. And again, that might make a lot of people mad. I might even lose some some, some, some people, you know. And that's fine. I You know, I'm not doing this 
so that I can make make fans. Like I don't like I'm glad that I make fans, and I'm glad that you guys are you know that you're sticking around, that you're coming around, that you know that you listen and everything. But I do this for two reasons. The first one is to hopefully so that somebody else sitting out there listens to this and says, you know what? I'm not the only one going through this shit. I'm not the only person out there that feels this way. I'm not the only one because I have sat in the shadows and sat by myself for so long questioning myself and questioning my sanity and whether or not I was okay and whether or not I was a good person because I never felt like there was anybody out there who felt the same way that I did. I happened to come across another um, podcast by um, a lady named Anastasia um, who runs a a podcast called um shit what's her what's her <laughs> it's I, shit now i can't think of it um i'll have to give another shout out i'll try and put it in the post in, uh, in the comments below or whatever um but sh- listening to her was what really it, it inspired me to do this because it was the she was the first person that i'd heard actually like she was going through a lot of the same shit that I was going through, and I could relate to her. So the number one reason I do this is to relate to other people so that other people can relate to me or to at least my experiences and say, hey, okay, I'm not the only one. And the second reason I do this, and it's a little less important, but it's important for me, is I do it for me because this is a way for me to get my shit off my chest and for me to get things out there that again hopefully helps somebody else say okay i'm not alone in this you know i'm not in this fight alone um that there are other people who are struggling and fighting and trying to do you know do things that are positive i want to bring light to the situation of bipolar disorder i don't feel like enough people will know about it understand it or are willing or are willing to understand it and that's that's frustrating Sorry, I just went off on a gnarly like 10 minute rant and I didn't mean to, but that's irritability for you. That's bipolar and irritability for you. Um, so let's get back to it. According to Dean Frederick uh, McKinnon, uh, a medical doctor, associate professor, uh, prof- professor? professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at John Hopkins School of Medicine in Baltimore, People, quote, people who are actively in the mixed state of bipolar illness have the propensity uh, to develop rapid responses to elevated levels of frustration. Their reaction and rage of emotion is incongruous out of proportion with the actual level of stressor. When energized by elevated mood states, they can, they can get angry with little provocation. Again, just kind of restating that, like, it doesn't take much to set us off. Um, so what are the signs that you have a chronic man- anger management problems or the kind of uncontrollable uh, uh, anger associated with bipolar uh, episodes? According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, you're constantly angry or annoyed or are, and are quick to overreact. I think these are for... Um, if you're if you just have anger issues 
Like you're constantly angry or annoyed and are quick to overreact. You've gotten in trouble with work, at work or with the law. The way you express your anger at loved ones, friends, neighbors, or coworkers has caused serious relationship problems. You frequently lash out verbally or physically, such as punching walls or hurting someone else. You've been told that you have anger issues and need to get help. People are often afraid of your anger, anger and try to avoid you when you're in a bad mood. <coughs> I don't know how that's, like, that's, <coughs> I don't know if that's supposed to, like, how that differentiates because every one of those sounds like a bipolar, <laughs> like a bipolar symptom. So that, I don't know, that, that part of my research kind of, I must have jumbled that somehow or something because that, that doesn't make any sense to me that even though, like, those all sound like actual, like, they sound like bipolar issues, you know, often gotten in trouble at work or with the law. That's not necessarily just bipolar, that's ADHD too, you know, um, so... Frequently lashing out verbal, verbally or physically, such as punching walls or hurting someone else. I never hurt anybody else, but I have, I have beat the shit out of some walls. I worked construction for a little while, and I did demolition, which wasn't the only part of the construction that I did, but demolition was my favorite fucking part because I loved tearing shit down. Like, you give me a hammer... You give me a hammer and a crowbar, and I'll have your entire house gutted in a day. Guarantee it. I'll have all the fucking walls knocked down, all the sheetrock gone, everything but the frame, and everything. Everything but the frame will be gone. All the insulation, all the fucking everything. Door, like, molding, receptacles, everything. Anything and everything, you want it gone, it'll be gone. I'll have it done in a day because I'd, like, I'd give me some headphones, a hammer, and a crowbar, and I'll have your shit done in a day. Just because I'll put my foot through the fucking wall and then rip the whole damn wall down. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, it's a, it, for me, it was, whenever I did it, it was a healthy way for me to get a lot of my anger issues out. Um, I, this is kind of funny to me. So, Remember the acronym HALT, and if possible, don't let yourself get angry, or hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Especially if these symptoms are known to trigger bi a bipolar uh, episode for you. <coughs> if you're angry because someone hurt your feelings, boo fucking who, um, negated your perceptions or did anything else that triggered your anger, decide the best way to handle it at that moment. This means knowing yourself and who, and who you're dealing with. I say boohoo because somebody hurt your feelings. I it, and I say that because I grew up in a time where if somebody hurt your feelings, you, you kind of just sucked it up, or you know, or you duked it out, and then you shook hands, and then you moved on with your day. You know, it, somebody called you an asshole, you called them an asshole. You know, they hit you in the face, you hit them in the face. You know, a little bit of blood come out. Everybody was done. That end of the day move on you know you shake hands say you know good job you know sorry you know whatever and you move the fuck on with your life you know this this whole deal today where people are like oh he hurt my feelings so now i'm gonna have to file a fucking lawsuit or this other bullshit or contact hr because he said that my hair looked nice you know he must have been hitting on me and there must have been you know what i mean like 
and that could go both ways. That could go, you know, both ways. I'm not trying to. Again, I hate. I don't mean to be like gender specific, or I hate tr- coming across that way because I like. I do not discriminate one way or the other. I like. I really could give two shits less about any of that. The only thing that I care about is whether or not you you have bipolar. Your symptoms are 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 getting better, and mostly. What I mostly care about is just whether or not you feel like somebody is, that you have somebody to relate to. Um, there's there's more to this, but I've been talking for 45 minutes, and this is a long-ass episode. And I, I, Kudos to you if you've listened to the whole thing. Um, I know that a lot of times... I, just from analytics, I know that a lot of times most people don't listen to the entire episode. And 45 minutes is a long time. So I hope that this helped a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and get off of here and maybe go to the gym or something. But I just wanted to kind of go over this anger and, and bipolar disorder a little bit. I hope it helped. I hope that somebody got something out of it and that you realize that, you know... Just because you you you're angry doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you have that you need to go to classes or anything like that. Like especially if you have bipolar disorder. If you have bipolar disorder and you have anger issues, seek help. You know, obviously try and get some kind of help to manage that. But don't beat yourself up or make yourself feel like shit because you have a, a disease that that is uncontrollable and can cause episodes of anger. Or irritability without you even meaning to or wanting to it, it just happens you know so don't feel like you're alone in this don't feel like there's nobody that understands what you're going through because there is and always 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 remember you don't have to sit in the dark alone